Welcome to the Backbox Pinball Podcast, a podcast for lady pinballers and their friends. In each episode, we will sit down with a guest and talk about news and events related to the sport and hobby of pinball. Here are your hosts, Lauren Gray and Rebecca Salem. Welcome, everyone, to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. Rebecca, what's up, girl? What a day. What a day. What a day. Monday, February 28th is when we're recording this. It is Weird Al Day. We'll talk a little more about that as we get into the show, but it's been it's been a day, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it has been quite a day. It is my first day at my new job. And so I will That's say like right. it's like a what a day for that. It was definitely like what a weekend because you came to visit and we had so much fun. And it was like what a week with all the owl. And it's just what a time. <laughs> what a time. It's it's a, it's a great time to be alive, I'll tell you that. But we are so excited about our guest today. So a few, maybe it's like five or six weeks ago, Rebecca, we were excited because we saw that there was a, a puzzle book about pinball. And I'm like, hold the phone. Mm-hmm. I was like, who is this? We got to get him on. This needs to happen right now. And also like both Rebecca and I bought it and we were like, we have to do the puzzles. This all needs to happen right now. It was really fun. I like the crosswords. <laughs> it is so great. But we are so excited to have the author of that pinball puzzle book here with us today. And she's going to talk about her journey creating the book and just all about her love of pinball. Please help me welcome the newest resident of South New Jersey. We'll hear about that in a second. Help me welcome Stephanie Lesser. Yay! Stephanie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's uh, such a pleasure to be here. I hope my audio is okay. You sound great. Okay, good. Um, thank you so much for having me. It's it's a real honor. I, I can't, I was just surprised. I, I hadn't heard of Backbox Pinball until you contacted me, to be honest. Oh, I love it. That's we, okay. We'll we got it. a new convert. We'll take it. It's like totally fine. <laughs> so you have a new, a new subscriber. Yay! Ah. Well, Stephanie, for those uh, folks who don't know you, don't know about your amazing book, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into pinball and kind of where you're at today. Okay, well, um, I've played pinball for many years. Um, I love all kinds of games. So I've played a lot of pinball and then I found out um, just maybe about seven or eight years ago about competitive pinball and made a lot of great great friends in the South Florida area and lots of great collectors, great players. And it's just been a great hobby ever since. I love it. I love it so much. And and we'll find out more. We're going to deep dive into all the magic that is Stephanie and learn more about her puzzle book because Rebecca and I are big fans of like puzzles and crosswords and trivia and all this fun stuff. And uh, you put together what I think is just like pinball gold. I'm like, it's all more things I can buy for my hobby. And it's like, (laughs) it's not a mod. I'm like, this is like something like extracurricular for my hobby. So I think it's so great. But Stephanie, we'll we'll talk more about the book here in a minute. First, we're going to talk a little pinball news. So we mentioned it at the beginning of the show just a few minutes ago, Rebecca. Weird Al Day. This is the day... (gasps) Today's the day. It's so exciting. Multimorphic today, the staff at Multimorphic via email has uh, released the ability to buy Weird Al, 
Um, I like that they're doing it by email. I kind of, you know, it's like it's easy to keep track that way. I was like, okay. The Of course, they have the uh, limited number of Weird Al limited editions with that dang accordion. And that's the only big difference. And we talked about that on the, the show you'll hear before this with Tracy, is that the, the play field and the gameplay are virtually the same, correct, Rebecca, between the LE yes. and the, the kind of regular edition? Yes, it's exactly the same. The only differences between the LE and the SE, it's purely aesthetic. And then uh, the LE has the topper. But other than that, they're the same game, and which is exciting. I really like it that way because I can't stand having to learn the same game twice. I mean, it's fine. I'll accept it. I accept it, but also I don't like the idea of like gatekeeping gameplay with money. <laughs> I think the the thing that challenges me with that is that, you know, I don't like it when you get something and like, oh, well, if you buy the the LE, you get like an upper play field or like it's actually like yeah. mechanisms and things that change on the play field. And I'm like, well, that's a bit of a bummer. And I'm like, I feel like I don't mind the art being different and I don't mind the yeah. topper. Like to me, like yeah. I feel that those are, you know, that's fine for me to like kind of, you know, OK, well, if I want to pay extra, I can get the fancy topper and fancy art package. But actual gameplay, yeah. I feel I feel this is Lauren's opinion that it should be the same across all of the trims, uh, if you will, of the pinball machines. Yes, I'm perfectly fine with stripping out toys or whatever, but I want my mechs to be the same. Not to say that I definitely don't own a premium Godzilla because I think it's amazing, but you know, or that I wouldn't own a pro Godzilla because I also think it's amazing. But it's always one of those things where it's like figuring out which trim line is the best and most needed based on what mechs are in it. Like that's that's too much thinking for me. It's like Monday at night and I can't think that hard right now. I'm like, no. So I'm glad that I don't have to choose. We went with the Ellie. <laughs> I totally get that. I was like, of course, you're going to get the Ellie. It's Jordan's dream theme. Uh, for those oh my of you, gosh. We, we talk about Jordan all the time, but Jordan is uh, Rebecca's streaming partner on Fliptronic. Partner in streaming, partner in life, partner in cat obsession and accumulation. Um, partner in podcasting because he got this sweet, sweet new setup for him, but I'm the one using it. So find yourselves a Jordan who definitely just buys you stuff. And is emotionally supportive, but also I won't say no to a new mic. Yeah, that mic. It, it, Rebecca and I now have the it's same really nice. mic. It's very We're nice. Mike twins. We are We're Mike twins. Cleopatra twins and Mike twins, and it's just all coming together, Lauren. It is all coming together. I love it when a plan comes together. So, uh, if you haven't already, I don't know. Um, do you know if they've sold out of the LEs yet? They did. They did sell out of the LEs. So no mas. No mas LEs. Sorry, everyone. Uh, but you can get yourself a regular Weird Al, which is just awesome. And if you get creative, man. Well, you can also be on the wait list. Like that's stuff true. happens. Like you never know. That's true. I didn't think about that. So you can get on the wait list, but still, you know, like, you know, put in an order maybe for a regular one. You can get crafty, make something with, a, a you know, an accordion. You can make your own topper. Etsy it up. So... Oh, yeah, that's topper. Top. We'll have a topper contest, Lauren, for who can make the best homemade topper. Ooh, I like this idea. We we love giving away stuff, as you know, here on the show. We'll talk about it at the end. We got lots of giveaways and things going on. We do. But Stephanie, are you a fan of Weird Al? Uh, um, not yet, but I think I will be. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's he he brings everybody together. It's the his game looks amazingly fun. It does. Yeah, it's and I mean, obviously, I feel like it's for when we talked about this on the last episode, it is for like 
super fans, but I also feel like it's so much fun that, you know, the, a casual player or maybe somebody who didn't grow up with Weird Al could enjoy the game as well. Yeah, I don't worry about the, the theme, honestly. I like almost every game. Oh, I like that, <laughs> Stephanie. I love it. I love it. The theme does not matter. It's, it, it has to be a good game. Because you can That's have an awesome theme and a terrible, terrible game seen it firsthand. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this theme is so good and the game is so terrible. Not like super terrible, but like I'm like, mm, definitely would not buy this. But <laughs> <laughs> but news wise, news is a little low on the ground. Um, everybody's kind of gearing up for uh, TPF, Texas Pinball Festival. Mm-hmm. Very excited about that here. Also, we'll announce it here. Uh, Rebecca and I finally made a decision on where to go on our pinball road trip, and we are going to Pintastic. So Yay! we are we are very excited. We hung out together this weekend, but we booked our tickets. Booked our flights. I need to definitely book the hotel room. Yep. So we are on our way to Pintastic, and we're excited. They had invited us out. Um, I felt very courted. I felt very fancy. And uh, we're, we're going to have Nancy on, uh, one of the coordinators from the Pintastic show, as we approach uh, closer to that date in June. But uh, we were very excited to be to asked uh, to present and be a part of the Pintastic event. So again, thank you so much to uh, the folks at Pintastic, and we look forward to that. So that's like backbox news. <laughs> yes. We have our own news. We're fancy. We have our own. Like, we're, we have news section, news segment just for us. But the news-wise, that's about it. You know, again, uh, we'll put a link in the show notes. We talked about it last episode. Uh, we do have that GoFundMe for, for Barry Ausler. If you can support, I know that uh, his family would really appreciate it. And, and we would appreciate it here as well at the show. But, Stephanie, so yes. we are, you know, we're jazzed about you. We're jazzed about your book, Tell us a little bit about, um, I know you're a writer, but what like led you to do a book or a puzzle book, I should say, about pinball? Well, I um, recently started uh, Crossword Construction, and I really love getting published in the big newspapers, but it takes a really, really long time to get published in those papers, a long time to get accepted, and a long time to wait for the puzzle to come out, and it's fun, but I thought... I think I want to make a puzzle book. And of course, they say, write about what you know about. And um, I already had a lot of pinball info compiled from an app I had made at one time with a lot of pinball rules in it. The app's not live anymore, but I had I had a lot of info. And I thought it would be great to make some pinball crosswords and other puzzles. And that way, my friends in the pinball world could enjoy the puzzles. And, you know, everybody's about promoting pinball. And I thought, well, what skills do I bring to the table? What can I do to promote pinball other than just play? And I felt puzzle making is a skill I have and something I love to do. And I love to play pinball. So if I put those together... I can't lose. I can only have fun and enjoy myself. So that's I, that's what I did. So I don't know anything about building puzzles or crosswords and, and things like that. What does it take to put something like that together? Like each individual crossword and, you know, figuring out all of the, the different parts. I, I feel like that would be, I mean, for me, challenging because I'm like, I can barely do the crossword. I mean, <laughs> Wordle is a journey. I love Wordle. It is. Oh, my gosh. Everybody is on with Wordle. And I was like, there's this thing called Wordle. (laughs) But it's so much fun. I love Wordle. Me too. It's amazing. But I I feel like things like Wordle, it's like in its simplicity, it's just so fun. But how do you successfully put together a puzzle? Like what are the the pieces that you, you know, start with and, and what do you do to put that together? 
Well, for a crossword puzzle, um, I have to come up with a theme or an idea. And so I start with a theme and then I come up with the words that will fit the theme that match because they come in pairs. The crossword puzzles are symmetrical. And if you hold them upside down, the grid will be exactly the same as it is upside right. Oh, I never even thought I I did not know that. And I mean, it makes sense now that you said it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And when a puzzle has a theme, then those theme words have to be the same length. So if you have three or four 15 letter theme words, that will work. But if you have two 10 letter and one 11 and one 12, then that's not a proper puzzle. It doesn't, there are rules, just like every pinball machine has rules. Every puzzle that you build has some rules also. So it's kind of, it's, it's a challenge and it's, it's a puzzle to make a puzzle, but it's a lot of fun. So once I, once I come up with a theme and, and the theme words, then I have to come up with a grid that will work to best to lay it out so that I can get what we call clean fill, which means actual words to fit around those theme words and not just words that nobody knows. You know, we need some words (laughs) that people know. I tried not to break that rule too many times in this book. Did you find the, uh, the, you said you did the crosswords, Rebecca? We did some of the crosswords. We Uh had a lot of fun. Uh, We actually did it on stream and it was really entertaining. Like the internet was just like throwing words out there. And I'm like, these are all great words, (laughs) but I don't think this is it. (laughs) That's great. I wish I'd seen that. Oh, I'm sure we'll do it again. We have a lot of choices. And the great thing is, is that we now have a lot of flights coming up between and but I'm going to MGC for my birthday and between MDC and Fantastic. We have many, many flights and passwords and word searches are perfect for flights. So I'm actually going to need you to make a second book. You know, I have been considering it. I, after I put this one out, I did find a few more puzzle forms um, that I did not include in the book, like fill-ins and a few other things. So I thought, hmm, maybe another 99. <laughs> yes, I support this. I know. It's, it is 101 fun-centric pinball puzzles. And it, it, it's so much fun. And it, I, I love the fact that it's different stuff. Because I'll be honest, um, I'm not the best crossword person. I like crossword, but I it's it's a journey. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, for me, like, I like the word searches, um, you know, sci-fi pinball i like the texas pinball maze so i feel like this is perfect for like you said rebecca a road trip or to do something you know with your family or partner um you know gottlieb title search the pinball dudes maze it's cryptogram i there's just stern title search i mean it's just so much fun for i mean it could be fun for anybody who likes puzzles but as a pinballer like there's a book just for us i was like this is the best and uh, obviously i i love that you did it on stream rebecca but it's like i just i've been doing these by myself and i'm like i want to do these with like my pinball friends Aww. We can do it, Lauren. It'll be super fun. Yeah, we're totally You should do it. come visit whenever. We can get our nails done. We can do puzzles. I'm just really, I'm really, the only thing I'm super bummed about is, is that this didn't exist when the power went out last year. <laughs> oh my God, this would have been perfect. During this would have been perfect. As we, as we sit there in the cold darkness, we're like, all right, stern pinball titles. <laughs> yes. That's funny you should say that because when I when I, I was thought about putting that in a, like a little blurb or ad, like if your pinball, if your power goes out and you're unable to play pinball, <laughs> then you can <laughs> do some option. pinball puzzles. I think that's probably the only time a lot of people will do puzzles is when they can't be playing pinball. 
And I, I love, uh, it's just so very accessible. Like for pe- it, it can be as difficult as you want it. There's stuff in here that's really, I don't want to say super hard, but it's challenging. And then there's yep. stuff that's like a little more like kid friendly. And and I love the fact that there is the, the wide variety of puzzles. So you said you maybe might do another, the pinball puzzle. But besides that, do you have any other puzzle books in the works? Well, um, I just recently moved, but yes, I do have a few other that I a few others that I'm working on for the more general public to, you know, I'll, I'll probably do more pinball books as well. I think it was a lot of fun, and I do have a few other ideas um, that I'm kicking around, and hopefully have another book out in a few more months down the road. I love that. And, and I like the fact as a as a person who worked in bookstores for many years and just as a tactile type person, I love the fact that it's an actual book. Like, and I like the fact that I could go online, order the book and have it sent to my home. And like, it's a book. Uh, we do so much online. I mean, yeah, like things like Wordle and apps and things. But it's just really nice to, you know, it reminds me of, you know, when I was younger, you know, growing up and you pop open the paper and you'd see like, you know, the New York Times or something, the crossword puzzle or the, the jumble you know, and, and be able to do that, you know, with your family or just, you know, by yourself. And, and it, it kind of threw that back. And I love the fact you have a printed edition of the book. Well, thank you. I, I don't have an online version because I don't like to do crosswords online. And I find it, I find it, well, at least not on my phone. Uh, online is okay. But if you have a nice big computer screen, but it's kind of tricky to do on your phone. I don't think it does it justice. I like to have a book too. No, and, and I, and I got to ask Stephanie, crossword, pencil or pen? I use, I use pen. Oh, but... I like it. Commits. Commits. She's just so good. I know I'm a pencil. I'm a pencil person. Because Stephanie's the lady good. boss. Yeah. Stephanie no, is the I... lady boss of puzzle. She's like, I commit. I use pen. I'm like, I'm over here scrubbing <laughs> with a, a racer. I'm like, no. Erasers are marketed directly at me. They're like, you made a mistake and now it's time to try again. And trying again is okay. My mom um, always did the New York Times uh, Sunday crossword puzzle in ink since I was a little kid. So she'd probably make fun of me if I did a crossword in pencil. So <laughs> it, it's kind of a status thing in the family. And I am probably bet, way better at word games than I am at pinball. I enjoy them both. And, uh, but I, yeah, I'm pretty, pretty good at word games. So for the word stuff, although I, I didn't know that much about cryptograms before I made this book. And, uh, you know, I'm, as I'm researching different types of puzzles I can put in future books, uh, I'm learning there's a lot, a lot of puzzle types I haven't actually tried yet. I, there's so many out there. I'm always in, intrigued. Like I said, I did work in a bookstore. So you, you, the puzzle book section is extensive. There's so many different types of puzzles and, and, and things to challenge yourselves. And I think as we get older, I think that things like this are actually important. You know, you got to keep your brain elastic and, you know, mm-hmm. not get too, uh, you know, far away from, you know, exercising your mind. And I feel puzzles are great for that. I agree. It's I so agree. true. I love. I'm. I'm just so excited about your book. Um, and I want to offer you. to our listeners. We're going to post uh, this episode, of course, in our socials. If you comment on Instagram, telling us about how you love the show, how you like ordered Stephanie's book, uh, you may want to wait because the, so this will air um, the first week of March, second week of March. I don't have the exact date because I don't have a, uh, a calendar in front of me. But we're going to do a drawing. So if you uh, message on 
or put a comment on Instagram through this post, we are going to do a drawing and send a puzzle book to one of our listeners or posters. And we'll put more links and, you know, rules in the show notes. But uh, we are going to be giving away one of Stephanie's awesome puzzle books to one of our listeners. So like us and follow us on Instagram. And, uh, and also let us know if you use pen or pencil, like comment. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. You know what? That's the comment. Pen or pencil. We need to know. And then um, for everybody that comments, you'll be put in the contest for a drawing for a free copy of uh, Stephanie's book. So we're excited about that. Also, I really like pens. So if there's like a particular pen, like I really I love pens. I have 90 billion pens like everywhere. And I'm like, what pens do you use? Are they felt tip? Are they a fine point? Like... 0.7 0.7 millimeters, like one <laughs> millimeter full, like 0.5, like ultra fine, like ballpoint. I don't know, but I want your pen details. That sounds weird. No, it's not weird. Okay. Not at all. I have a quite a pen collection also. <gasps> so I am, I use ballpoint when you have to use ballpoint because there are occasions like if something's glossy, I'm like, mm-hmm. I got to use ballpoint. But if, mm-hmm. in my own life, I prefer either a rollerball or a gel pen and it's got to be 1.0 i need the fat line i don't want that tiny like sticky scratchy line i like it drives me crazy well there can be tiny tiny lines but have it not be scratchy like there are some really well done Mm. like very fine point pens yes i have not had good luck with that so i just stick to my i'm holding it up and uh nobody can see me because you know this is really quality uh podcasting here but um (laughs) i got my pilot g2 1.0 in like every color under the sun because uh, I was like, a classic. It's nice to have all the different colors. That's for sure. Stephanie, what is your favorite brand of pen? I don't have a very favorite brand. What I like is a nice weighted pen. Mm. You know, has a little weight to it. Very thin, preferably a very thin pen. In fact, mm-hmm. I just bought, I recently bought like a three pack somewhere for like $6 and they're excellent. You just, you never know um, where you might come across a great pen. Of course, I like the classic Cross and Parker pens, oh, yeah. the thin mm-hmm. ones, because I like the weight of it in my hand. I don't like the the felt tip, unfortunately, or the roller ball either, because I write with my left hand. Oh, mm-hmm. I can understand that, yeah. And they mm-hmm. tend to smear, so yeah. I really am more of a ballpoint girl. See, I, I love that. I, and I can understand factors. that. These are important things to think about. Like, I mean, I feel like these are good date questions. Like, I mean, And I do think better with a pen in my hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have always have like a, a tablet next to me. Like, it's even right here on my desk. I always have mm-hmm. a tablet and I'm just scribbling away, yeah. you know, making notes, things like that. So me too. I have a really great pen that I got off of Kickstarter that is, it's a, it's a heavy pen. Um, uh-huh. So it's like weighted. Uh-huh. It's a ballpoint. Um, and it's a fidget pen. Like everything on it is made to fidget with. And so it's amazing. A fidget pen. Cool. A fidget pen. Fidget out. pens exist. That sounds fun. Oh yeah. They're fantastic. Rebecca, you're going to need to take a picture. You're going to need to take a picture and show that with my fidget pen. Oh, yeah, yeah, I will definitely. It's downstairs somewhere in my like pile of pens and sack of pen. I have pens for days. And what's great is, is that I'm like, I can't find a pen. I have to go buy new pens. And then Jordan's like, please stop buying pens. You have so many pens. And I'm like, but I can have more. I'm like a little mermaid of pens. I'm like, I can't more. Yeah. And and do you have a a color? Because like my grandmother always signed everything. She wrote everything in aqua pen. And so now I use a dark green for all my like 
my family correspondence and stuff. And I'm trying, my sister bought me a big box of green ballpoints so I could have my own signature color in the family. I wish I had a signature color. The thing is, is, is that because I had to use so many pens for work that I always am now very used to having to use like straight black ink. Yeah. But I really, I'm not, I don't have a signature color. I definitely have a lot of colors and I just fluctuate. Like I'm, I don't pick. I'm just like today it's pink. Tomorrow it's blue. This week it's purple. Yeah, you can go with your mood. Planet Fitness has a nice purple pen. Ooh. Yeah, they, they, yeah, you can lift those there every time you go. (laughs) (laughs) I do steal a lot of pens. I, I have quite the collection from like every hotel I've ever been to and stuff. <laughs> when I was a kid, I would I would get um, I would always ask my doctor for whatever like medication pens that they have. Like, really? The oh, at neat. the pharmaceuticals. So I had a bunch of like I'd like be bringing my like Viagra pens to <laughs> class in high school or like <laughs> every pill known to humankind. Like I had a pen for it and it was amazing. And my doctor was like, yeah, take them. It's great. I'm like, cool. And so I had I have a really large I had a really large collection of like medication pens all through college because they were free. <laughs> I have a decent collection. So I, I work in IT, or at least I did for about 10 years. And you go to, and that's what they love to give away at conferences are pens. Right. So I collected them. And now uh, the Bells of San Antonio know that I have like two giant boxes filled with pens. And I'm like, I don't care if you steal these. Cause I was like, they were free. I was like, but if, if heaven forbid, like I like don't have a pen or I've took the pen out of my purse, I'm like, I want that gel pen back. Don't steal mm-hmm. my gel pen. Uh, my signature color, I mean, I use all of the colors, but um, I primarily like purple. Honestly, that since we were mentioning Planet Fitness, I mm-hmm. I really like the color purple for listeners, if you haven't figured that out yet. Uh, <laughs> Rebecca has had to join me on this purple journey because everything back box is purple. Lauren, you do know purple is my favorite color. Like, I didn't know that. Like, because I think purple is my favorite color. I, how did I not know this? Ah, <gasps> oh, I love that. Yeah, it's Aww. yeah, it's my favorite color. You should see my childhood room. Like, it is purple, and you saw my purple wall <laughs> with all the pinball machines when you were here. Like, I, I have. That was my like. I'm a. I'm a grown. I'm a grown bleep lady. Like, I can paint my walls whatever I want, and I got like grape purple. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. Um, but but Stephanie, we, again, are so excited. Listeners, in the show notes, of course, we'll include a link on how you can purchase Stephanie's amazing book, 101 Fun-Centric Pinball Puzzles. But we are just incredibly excited to have her here. And, and before we go into our Inside the Pinball Arcade segment, we have a sponsor. <gasps> we do. This is the part. So... Until further notice, we're going to have a sponsor segment here on the show, and it's going to come right before the Pinball Arcade. And our amazing sponsor is uh, supporting our cutting commentary. Yes, our sharp wit. <laughs> very much so. Very much so. We want to thank our sponsor of the Backbox Pinball Podcast, and that is District Cutlery based in Washington, D.C. Uh, one of the owners, Derek Swanson, reached out to the show and said, I like what you're doing. Uh, I want to support. Uh, half the people that work for me are pinball fanatics, and I think I you know, would love to get behind what you guys are doing. We're like, that's amazing. We're like, cool. Thanks. 
Yeah, so they're amazing. District Cutlery, they are uh, master bladesmiths. They sell knives from all over the world. They also sharpen knives and like professionally, not like, you know, with the weird like sharpener you bought off of QVC. (laughs) These are guys who take knives very seriously. Like uh, they sent us some really nice knives. We'll we'll put a picture in uh, on Instagram. You might you'll probably see it before this episode airs. But I was like, oh, my God, this is the nicest knife I've ever owned in my life. It's a very nice knife. We cut an apple with it. It worked. Can't wait to try one. Yeah, they're amazing. We're going to put their link, of course, will be in the show notes. We'll have uh, links on our website. But they have been in business since 2012. Uh, They serve, of course, the Washington, D.C. metro area. If you want to have your knives sharpened, if you're local to that area, you can, of course, ship your knives to them. And if you need to buy knives, you can go online and order from their extensive collection. And they have great customer service. I mean, they're just amazing. They're very nice humans. They have an Iron Man. They're very (laughs) nice humans. They have an Iron Man. If you go to their website on their main page, there's a picture of an (laughs) Iron Man at their place of business. They're pinball people. They're knife people. We're very excited that they partner with us and are sponsoring the show. So again, Derek, thank you so much to you and the amazing people at District Cutlery. Go check out the website and check out the knives. They're cool. Knife to see you. (laughs) I'm sorry, listeners in advance. We are going to think of every knife pun there is because that's who we are. You should know this by now. I don't even know why you're surprised. They're they're, they're not. I I hope that they're not. They're like, ah, yes, that, that pun. Yeah, of course. Again, thank you to District Cutlery. But now is one of my favorite parts of the show, and it seems to be a fan favorite as well. We have Inside the Pinball Arcade. And what that is is an opportunity to find out more about your pinball mind, Stephanie. Are you ready to play? (laughs) Um, Sure. All right, Rebecca, I'm going to let you take this one. Sounds great. Stephanie, what machine do you love? Oh, what machine do I love? Um, I love my Terminator 2 pinball machine. Ooh, what makes you love it? Well, it's the only machine I've owned for a long, long time, even though I plan to expand my collection. But designed by Steve Ritchie, it's got a nice smooth flow. I love it. It's great for practicing my aim and everything else I need to practice. It's just a lot of fun. You can't go wrong with a T2. I don't think so. It's wonderful. And then, Stephanie, what machine do you hate? And I know hate is a strong word, so it can also be dislike or set on fire or there are lots of different options. Okay, well, I can't say I hate any machine. There are a couple that I find a little bit annoying for one reason Mm. or another. Maybe, Maybe the sounds are not the most polite. So... There's maybe one or two. You probably know which ones they are. And they, they're they just not polite to the player. And they're not polite. The call-outs are impolite. What are they? Um, there's a one that's based on a TV cartoon show. Oh. It's a great machine. Great. Uh-huh. Don't get me wrong. It's a great machine. But I find it a little bit annoying and not, not crazy about it. Absolutely okay. So it wouldn't be my first choice to play in a big arcade. So I guess that's uh That's the one. The only one I can think of. No, it's okay. There's 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 games that I have a walking dead. I can't stand it. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, that's a good game too and and nowadays you can switch the the sound. You could change the music. I can't stand looking at it. It's heinous. Like I it's just not pleasant. I don't think I would purchase it. <laughs> 
I think my my future collection hopefully will lean more towards the music machines and mm. maybe the space theme machines. Ooh. That's kind of where I'm hoping to but go. But not that space themed machine. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love it. Which on the note as you as we talk about pinball sounds, what is your favorite pinball sound? Hmm. And that can be a physical sound or like a sound effect. There are a couple. I'd say almost always I love the sound of a spinner, a good spin. Uh, spinner rip is classic. Yeah, they're pretty satisfying. They're fun. And then, of course, anytime you get a super jackpot, that's usually a fun sound, too. I love that. It's always, it's always satisfying. Is yeah. there a particular super jackpot or a spinner rip that uh, you can think of that's like the most, like, not like the most satisfying, but like, are there any that stand out to you? I know I'm a particular fan of the one in Hot Wheels where it sounds like a like an air ratchet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I can't think off the top of my head. Sorry. No, that's okay. I don't know. Uh, that, that is my favorite sound too, Stephanie. Like my favorites and my particular favorite, I like the one from TNA. Oh, yes. Yes. I, w- <laughs> I was just thinking of that too. Yeah, yeah. That's a great spinner. Yeah, that's a great one. And um, uh, the Harlem Globetrotter spinner. Like, I feel like that's like my old school, like, love of spinner. And that, mm-hmm. I was like, ah. I love spinners. <laughs> nice, nice choices. Nice choices. And then what is your favorite pinball art package? Oof. Um, you know, I really like the older machines, like from the 60s for the art packages, I think. There's one that. Norma plays on pinball and cancer. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I want to say it's Farafella, maybe or Baca. Oh, I don't know Baca. I can't remember the name of it, but it has a bunch of flowers on it. I like that one a lot. I like the, I kind of like the simpler art designs more so than a lot of the modern mm-hmm. ones. But I do like the modern ones as well. But I, I like the simplicity and the colors and the painting on those older machines. Yeah, that far is it Farfalla that you were thinking about with the all the butterfly and the flowers? And yes, that's the one I was- I used to I used to have one of those. It was beautiful. You did? I did, I did. I actually sold it to Anna Neal up in Chicago. I sat on it for an entire year because it was her holy grail machine and I drove it to Chicago for expo. Oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah, that's a pretty machine. I I, I like that. I really do. It's so stunning. Like, it's a work of art. I sent it to my aunt. Who I, I sent pictures to my aunt. Aww. My aunt's an artist. And she's like, oh, this is really pretty. And I'm like, Aunt Pam, you should definitely do a pinball machine. Please. Please do our <laughs> yeah. pinball machine. It would make me very happy. But I oh, can't go wrong with the Farfalla art. Yeah. I'm just thinking about it now. Stephanie, you, you talked to us a little bit about building your collection. Do you have a holy grail pin? What is your grail pin? What can't you, what is going to be that first thing that you're going for to add to your collection? Oh. Or do you already own it? No, I don't. I don't already own it. And I'm not sure what it is yet, but I'm sure I'll know it when I see it. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> it's out there. The holy grail machines are the ones you just don't have yet. All of them. Well, I I, I was I was thinking Guns and Roses, seriously, because I just moved into the neighborhood where my sister and my mom live, and my sister is a big Guns and Roses fan, and I thought, well, I could get her really hooked on pinball if I get that Guns and Roses machine. Is this the first Guns and Roses machine, machine, or the um, or the new one? Well. 
I'd prefer the new one. Oh, yeah, both. Now that would do it. That's a really, that's kind of a fun idea. And then I could do the old and the new on any other. There's a couple of other music machines, Mm -hmm. I think, that have been remade. Not not for sure off the top of my head what, what they are. Kiss, I think. Yeah, Kiss was made twice, and I love the new Kiss, and the old Kiss is okay. So that's probably, that would be kind of fun to have a couple of Kiss and a couple of Guns N' Roses. It'd be pretty funny. That'd be awesome. I would love that. That'd be fantastic. What is your favorite pinball tournament or event? So, you know, and you come from Florida, and I know that there are so many down there. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Well, um... Free Play Florida is um, the only tournament I've been to consistently every single, you know, I think every year since I've been competing. And I think that was probably the second year that they started. So I made most of the Free Play Floridas. So I'm a little partial to that, maybe. I also went out to Las Vegas for a tournament once. And I'm thinking about maybe going to Pintastic now that I know you're going. Oh, yay! That would that's, be so fun. I'm not too far. That wouldn't, you know, for me, that's not a flight. It's a drive. So I might consider that. I love it. And I'd love to do Texas. I have a niece in Austin, <gasps> but I'm not going to make Texas this year. I just can't make it this year. Well, you had a lot of going on this year, so I can understand that. But it can definitely be a 2023 goal. Also, if your uh, niece ever wants to come play with the Austin Bells League. I'll tell her. I'm happy to indoctrinate her and just be like come welcome we're perfectly fine i will let her know I, and I will, I will drag her along when i come yes that sounds amazing <laughs> i'm so excited so is that where you are in austin i am in austin and lauren is in san antonio so oh great yeah we can make a trip to san antonio go get some coffee play some pinball yeah. just have a great time Sounds good. It'll be a party. I'm so excited. I love um, it. Let's see. And then, fun question. Who or whom living, passed away, real, famous, fictional, animated, not animated? You got lots of options. Who would you like to play pinball with? Or whom, I believe? Hmm. Um, I think I want to say Roger Sharp. Yes. Yes. Also, my see, Stephanie, you're good people. Like, I just know we're going to like Bond. Uh, why Roger Sharp? I mean, there's a many, million reasons, but what, why is he your choice? You know, it's funny. I just told somebody about him the other day and the story, you know, how he kind of saved pinball and um, how it used to be illegal. And then Roger Sharp came along and went to court and proved that pinball was a game of skill. And so... He's, you know, an important, very, very important part of pinball history. He's done a lot more than that for pinball. And when you think about everything he's done and everything his kids have done, his family, I mean, uh, I'd have to say if Roger Sharp is probably the one. Excellent choice. Excellent choice. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. You guys are now best friends. We I are. said, I think when I did this, I think when I said this, I was like, I want to play Game of Thrones with George R. R. Martin and be like, why aren't your books done, man? Um, <laughs> I really want them. And now I don't know what my answer would be. I don't know. I've, they changed. My answers change. It's fine. And then, Stephanie, I'm really excited to ask this question. I'm really interested to see where you hear what your answers are. What is your dream theme this is a pinball machine that does not exist yet that you want to see made oh um dream theme well 
definitely be a music theme because mm-hmm. those tend to be my favorites. And I didn't get any warning on this question, so I'm trying oh, think to think away. of what music would really be great to play to that they haven't done yet. Oh, I know. I did think of it. I, I've got it. Okay. It's a jukebox theme. <gasps> oh, nice. And you can choose classical, rock, country, whatever genre of music you want to play to. Or maybe even specific songs within those different genres. I love this. That's a really cool idea. Thank you. I love this. This is amazing. I have heard another suggestion of like that as like a rock band theme, like the Mm -hmm. video game where it's like with like the similar contact, like similar idea. But I feel like I like the vibe of the jukebox more. I feel like it's really classic. Sure, because jukeboxes, yeah, they go with pinball machines kind of. Oh, like a super diner vibe. Very diner. Yeah. I want to play it and I want to eat waffles. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah, I really want that. I'm like, I want to, <laughs> and I really want breakfast. Um, <laughs> I want to eat breakfast in a diner and I want to play a jukebox pinball machine. That would be amazing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's perfect. Oh, yeah. And it could be styled kind of like something between taxi and diner, you know? Oh, you know, yes. that kind of art style. Yes. That is amazing. That's how I see it. It is everything. Ah, oh, that's perfect. I love it so much. <laughs> I love it so much. I want one. I would pay money for that. Me too. Oh, that's perfect. Well, you did it. You did it. Yay. <laughs> you did it. You passed. Thank you. <laughs> Stephanie, thank you so much for being on the show, for coming on, talking about your process, your book. For folks who may want to buy your book, where can they purchase a copy? Amazon. Amazon. You can get everything on Amazon. That's why I love it so much. Right. Amazon in any country. Um, it's already, actually, I've sold copies in like seven different countries already. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. If they break down your, your little report by, you know, Amazon.com or Amazon.it or Amazon.de, you know, so you can kind of see where, where your sales are coming from. Awesome. Well, we will put a link in the show notes, of course, uh, on how you can purchase Stephanie's amazing book and have it shipped directly to your home. But again, Stephanie, thank you so much for for coming on the show. We've enjoyed having you. It was a lot of fun. And you have to come back the next time you do another Pinball Puzzle Book 2.0. We would love to have you back on the show. Yes, please. I would love to come back. Thank you so much for having me. It was really fun. Yeah. It's our pleasure. Thank you so much again. Uh, Listeners, uh, again, we'll put all the links in the show notes so you can find out about all the magic that is Stephanie and you can prepare for your road trip to TPF or your summer road trip or, you know, just, you know, do some fun puzzles and we will, uh, you can pick up that book for yourselves. Couple of updates for the show. Of course, we still are having our swag sale as we lead up to uh, TPF. You can get our Backbox Pinball Podcast shirts via Silverball Swag at 30% off. And as we mentioned, I think we mentioned on the show and I know we mentioned online, if we see you in your shirt at TPF, we will we will swag you and we will swag you hard with whatever we have while supplies last. Um, we got koozies and pins and all kinds of stuff. Um, but if you- And high fives. Yeah, high fives. I, high we're fives. gonna take pictures with you. Uh, it's gonna be like, we're like your long lost twins. Like, you know, with like, it's like, oh my God. 
I, I haven't seen you in forever. We're just going to throw sequins at your face. Yeah, pretty much. And also, just let me know if you're not a hugger. Just I just want you to know that I am. Yes. And I will come at you hard and just like, no, Lauren, stop. And I'm like, okay, I respect your boundaries. But yeah, we, we would love to see people wear our shirts. Uh, we're not going to be selling them at the booth. That's why we wanted to make sure that you guys had an opportunity to not only get the shirts, but get them at a soup. This is as deep a discount we can go before we actually are paying for the shirts. Like, you know, you're getting them at cost, <laughs> uh, essentially, for the shirt. So uh, we hope you buy one and wear it. And if, even if you don't go to TPF, buy a shirt. Wear it out with pride. Take a picture. Tag us in it. We would love to wear see it. Wear it to Pintastic. Yes. Yeah. You know what, Rebecca? I'm going to say it right here. Yeah. We're going to do the same thing. We're going to, since we're going to <gasps> Pintastic, we'll do the same thing. And we'll talk more about it as we approach that. But we will go to Pintastic. If we see you in your Backbox Pinball Podcast shirt, we will swag you. So. And I'm going to MGC. But I'm going for mostly fun because it's my birthday. So if you see me at MGC, I demand cake and balloons. Yeah. So it's a kind of a reverse thing. Rebecca's going to yes. ask you to pay tribute to her. Way. So um, yes. with cake and balloons. So, you know, we have priorities here. Mostly cake. Mostly. Yeah. Lauren saw me put away a large slice of chocolate fudge pie the other day. It was delicious. And we have wrapped up, uh, speaking of contests, we did wrap up our cookie contest. Today was the last day to enter. By the time this airs, the contest will, have be, uh, will be over and we ha- will have chosen a winner and we'll announce that on the next show. Uh, but thank you for everybody Woo! that participated and donated and supported the your local Girl Scouts and your Girl Scouts of Troop 6000 in New York. We really appreciate it. It's a fun contest. I want to say thank you again to uh, Neil at Forever The Flip, who is like giving us a custom hoodie for our winner like he did last year. And he, I didn't ask him. He came up like a boss, like, hey, I'm going to give a hoodie, right? <laughs> yes, Neil, you're so nice. It's like so nice. It's like, oh, he's like, he's a lovely human. Lovely, lovely human. Um, but again, uh, thank you so much for Forever to the Flip for helping us sponsor this amazing contest. And I feel like it's something we'll do every year. <laughs> this is the second annual contest. Um, but other than that, um, if you have any thoughts, feelings, things you want to share with us, you can always email us at backboxpinballpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we also have Patreon. And that's how you get swag delivered directly to your home without buying a shirt or wearing something out in public. I mean, we want you to be stylish and wear stuff. But if you don't feel like it, you can just actually support us directly via Patreon for five bucks a month and you get to support all the magical goodness that is Rebecca and myself. But everyone, thank you again so much. Uh, Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other and keep flipping. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. To receive updates and the latest episodes, make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your podcatcher of choice. Also, we'd love for you to post a review on Apple Podcasts. To look at dream themes, show notes, and more, visit our website at www.backboxpinballpodcast.com. Again, that's backboxpinballpodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and keep flipping! <laughs>